If you'd like to support our efforts, go to patreon.com slash Omaha and consider becoming a patron for a few dollars a month. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. In July of 1910, racial tension flared towards Omaha's African-American community after a tremendous upset victory by boxer Jack Johnson versus James Jeffries in Reno, Nevada. And what happened is a little hard to imagine, I suppose. But, but, but uh, Adam, tell us more about this. You know, to really get the picture of what was going on at that point, Steve, we have to look back on Omaha in the 1890s, there was a lynching that happened with a guy named Joe Coe. I think you and I can cover that on a later date. But that lynching was setting a tone for race relations in Omaha. We had the notorious uh, city boss, Tom Dennison, who was really in there stirring up the pot and keeping things moving the way that he wanted to. Tom Dennison was a poli- – he's called a political boss, but he was really kind of the crime boss too. The man had his finger on the pulse of everything illegal moving in Omaha. In 1910, he was right in the middle of it. And I'm going to tell you right now, not a lot of people connect Denison to the Jack Johnson riot, but it's kind of obvious when you start to look at it. So Jack Johnson, world-famous boxer, he's, he's the world's heavyweight champ, and he is just kicking butt left and right in every corner. 1910, he's at the top of his fight, and he's really just in great form. Uh, all of the boxing promoters love him, but... With this kind of racist undertone that's sweeping around America at that point, uh, it's kind of familiar to what's going on today. You know, lots of promoters were trying to find the white guy who would beat up the black Jack Johnson. And so they would look for all kinds of competitors and all kinds of rings. And they ended up coming across Jeffries. Jeffries took a fight, and he, he thought it was going to be a good deal. They staged the fight in Reno, and it's, it's a hot summer, and everything's going on. Back then, uh, the, the, the fight announcement wouldn't happen on the day of who won, wouldn't happen on the day that it happened, that the fight happened. Instead, it had to be passed around the nation uh, on newsreels. That was the way that it happened. But not even the movie newsreels like we imagine right away. Instead, it was a ticker tape newsreel. And these ticker tape newsreels always took a day to get into print, and they always took a day for news to travel anywhere. So the fight happens. And then the next day, the ticker tape comes through that says, hey, Johnson won and Jeffries lost. And the implication in the newsreel at that point was that black people are still the champions of boxing. Ergo, they are going to scare all white people and do bad things across the country. Of course, that's complete bullcucky. But what we know now is that Tom Dennison, in his management of Omaha's crime circles, was probably pressing the button. And one button that he pressed was, oh, no, you know, it's kind of a henny-penny approach to race relations. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Uh, African-Americans have won the world heavyweight boxing champion yet again. And in Omaha, what that translated to was a riot. And and I understand that there were uh, mobs of white folks roaming throughout North Omaha, uh, targeting uh, blacks and their homes and stuff. Tell me more about that, Adam. So Omaha had this notorious, um, it was basically a, a sin street 
as it were. It was one street where the prostitutes hung out, where the opium dens were, where the gambling happened illegally, where uh, uh, illegal booze, illegal, I mean, just everything. It was the notorious area. Some folks called it the sporting district. It was along Douglas Street, and man, it was shady stuff. Um, you know, my friend Ryan Rowenfeld just put out a new book that's all about Wicked Omaha, and I would definitely recommend that to folks. And it covers this uh, this shady, shady street. But anyhow, um, so so uh, the sporting district had all this stuff going on. They got the ticker tapes first when they came through, and you had just picture packed bars and full bookies, uh, you know, bookie rooms that were just packed with people. And this tape comes through, and somebody says, you know, surely they throw in some racial racial epithets and and just nastiness, and they said, hey, let's go get them. So they turn north, and just mobs of white people. The the World Herald talks about thousands. Uh, the Omaha Bee mentioned hundreds. And uh, these folks took up bats. They took up guns. They took up whatever they could, and they headed north uh, into the near north side, um, which was at that point around Cumming Street. And they terrorized the people who lived there. They smashed windows and houses. They burned outbuildings. They beat up people who were walking down the street. Uh, and one guy actually was murdered by a mob. Uh, unfortunately, the newspaper doesn't list his name, so I can't give him justice by talking about him specifically. But it was a terrorizing time to be black in Omaha. And I think that it led to other things that happened in the future. You know, when I think of the, the riots, I don't, uh, uh, I don't think of the turn of the last century. But, you know, at, as you mentioned, a little kind of foretold some things that were going to happen in the future. If you mention the North Omaha riots to me from the 60s, I, I always kind of think that it happened somewhere around the time of Martin Luther King being assassinated. But that's, that's not the case. There were riots in 1968, 68 excuse me, 1966, 68, and 69. Talk about, uh, you know, briefly those those riots to wrap up our uh, discussion of, of, of Jack Johnson because it, it's, it all seems kind of interrelated. Well, and I think that we can actually do an episode on that in the future, but to kind of hint at it, let's put the whole thing into context. 1891, I mentioned this early on, a guy named a guy called Joe Coe. He was also called J George Smith. He was an African American worker who um, lived in Omaha. He was uh, accused of uh, raping a girl, raping a child um, in North Omaha, and uh, taken to jail. A mob shows up of over a thousand people. They show up at the Douglas County Jail, which was right next to the courthouse, uh, and they pulled him out of the courthouse. Twelve city police officers stood by. They didn't do anything about it. They lynched Joe Coe right there. They lynched George Smith right there. And that was the first recorded race lynching that we have in Omaha. This, the, the Jack Johnson riots happened in 1910. They set up what happened um, just nine years later in 1919. They talk about the, the Red Summer. Uh, the Red Summer is when a man um, – was lynched in Omaha, uh, again, on, on a false accusation um, of raping a woman. 
Um, this guy's this 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 guy's name was Will Brown, and Will Brown again was a black man living in North Omaha, and he was accused of raping a white woman. They took him to jail. The mob shows up, but this time instead of a thousand people, they record actually twenty thousand people gathering in downtown Omaha around the courthouse that's there right now, the Douglas County Courthouse. The mob almost destroys the courthouse trying to get at Will Brown. The mayor doesn't want to turn him over, get, gets out on the steps, gives a speech. They almost lynch the mayor. They put the rope around his neck, and in the final moments, right after he was strung up, he was cut down. But that didn't happen for Will Brown. Instead, they lynched him. They burnt his body. They dragged him through the street. They sold body parts and rope parts to people to celebrate the lynching the next day. So this horrible thing was set up early on in Omaha. And then, just like you're saying, we could fast forward all the way into the 1960s and talk about the North Omaha riots. But before we get there, we would be remiss if we ignored all the other stuff that happened. I researched and wrote a long article on Wikipedia that's all about uh, – it's a timeline of civil unrest and riots in Omaha. And you can look it up that way on Google, timeline of civil unrest and riots in Omaha. And basically, I found more than – Two dozen riot events in Omaha's history, not all around race. A lot were around labor and um, you know issues like that, but they also involved ethnicity and a couple different elements. And, and just the city has been rocked by violence again and again. And so what, when people talk about the North Omaha riots, all that they're doing is mentioning the very most recent ones. And when they say that African-Americans bring this on themselves – they're ignoring the role of white people in all of this because honestly, Steve, it's been a mess in Omaha for at least 150 years, a mess of riots and violence and systematic racism, all kinds of classism, just different elements that have definitely lit the city up. What the Jack Johnson riot really showed are some plain racial dynamics at work. But behind that, there was money. There was a political racket, a criminal syndicate that was run by Tom Dennison. And there was a whole culture of acceptance for violence, um, bringing us all the way up to 1966, which was the first uh, riot in North Omaha on 24th Street um, when a young African-American man was shot by a policeman uh, without, without any um, uh, justice for that young man. He was in the middle of robbing a store when he was shot. However, his back was to the policeman. He was unarmed and he died. So that was 1966. In 1967, there was another riot in North Omaha that began on 24th Street, but it swarmed all the way around the community. Lots of people who live in Omaha today, and even some who might be listening to this podcast will probably remember all the violence that happened. People smashing windows up and down 16th Street, up and down 20th Street, up and down – or Florence Boulevard, up and down 24th Street on 30th, all the way up to Ames, all the way down to Cumming Street – and uh, a lot of violence. But what they don't remember, what they don't know, or what they don't see is that police were involved in uh, beating African-Americans unfairly. You know, police violence in the 1960s was as hot of an issue, if not hotter, than what it is right now. Black lives have always mattered. And there is a long pattern of police abuse against African-Americans in Omaha. And that's what we saw in 67. In 69, there was riots following the death of Martin Luther King. There were riots um, that happened for other reasons around the country. But in Omaha, a 14-year-old girl named Vivian Strong, 14 years old, Steve, she was playing with some friends in an empty uh, apartment in the Logan Fontenelle Projects, Little Vietnam, they were called. 
um, down at 24th and Paul Street. And these girls were, they had a record player. They were dancing. A cop shows up. A white cop and an African-American cop were called to come to the unit and clear it out. The white cop shows up, yells at the girls. They run out the back door into the alley. The white cop was there. He pulled his gun. He shot 14-year-old Vivian Strong in the back, and she died. This cop murdered this girl. And the raging riot that happened after that didn't end for days. They had to call in the Nebraska National Guard to end it. And the rage is still felt in the community right now. There are people who remember this. Vivian Strong's own sister is out in America today remembering the story because she was there. And it's just like, man, this pattern has got to stop. And the only way that we can stop it is by acknowledging where it came from and where it's going. And what's ahead could be as scary, if not worse, than what's ever happened before. But it begins by acknowledging things like the Jack Johnson riot and what happened before and around that time as well. And thanks for putting that perspective on it, Adam. And uh, if you'd like to support our efforts with this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Omaha and uh, consider becoming a patron for a few dollars a month. And uh, Adam's got a great selection of books on, on Amazon, and his, uh, his blog is northomahahistory.com. Adam, thanks. Thanks for having me, Steve. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.